Do you guys know about unicorns? Uh, the women who will have sex with a man and a woman. Well, they'll have sex with a couple. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's um, I always thought I wasn't talking about that, but we can talk about that. Unicorn uh, hunters. Well, I always found it a little much when you hear from bisexual people, men and women who like don't who are like couples qu- quit contacting me, you know, mm. like why is it that being bisexual all of a sudden turns you into like a traditionalist, right? If I if I woke up tomorrow and I was bisexual, it would be like the number one thing I'd want to do <laughs> is to hook up with a couple. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. If you're bisexual and you get with a couple, that's like one stop shop, you know? Exactly. I got to say, the odds of you waking up bisexual tomorrow are probably like one to one percent. Yeah. I mean, it, surely it could happen if I did the right combination of drugs. Right. If I did the right combination of drugs, I'm talking about permanently. Right. Obviously, on ecstasy, everyone's by. Right. Is that true? But I, I feel like you That's could just see a foreign film and you'd be bisexual for the next three hours. No. No. I'm super yeah, straight. If, Everyone says that about me. If he got on like the right vid or something, it could like really rewire his shit. <laughs> the, you're too, you're so horny that it's not possible that you wouldn't just like go over the edge, you know? Am I that horny? Mm-hmm. Not really. No. I don't think you hold a candle to me, but that's for a conversation for another day. But unicorns, mm. unicorns, right? They're in the, the they're in creature. the Bible, right? Wait, what? No, they're in cartoon adaptations of Noah's Ark. They're not. No, in the Bible. no, there's no unicorns on Noah's Ark. I don't think. Uh, are you saying are that the unicorns the were like the creatures that didn't get to Noah's Ark? Unicorns they're... are. So it's it's a. That would make sense. It's mostly a translation issue, and it's um. The creatures that are on the Ark of the Covenant, uh, in some translations of that, it's two unicorns on top of the Ark of the Covenant. What the fuck's the Ark of the Covenant? It's that Indiana Jones thing where the guy opens it and he, he gets melted. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. And the Ark of the Covenant was a real thing, right? Oh. What, what was the real thing? What? And why did it have animals on it? What? What was the real Ark of the Covenant? It was a thing the Jews toted around, right? Mm-hmm. What was inside it? I can't remember. Is that supposed to be kind of like the, uh, like the Ten Commandments? <laughs> like the whole, well, yeah, the Ten Commandment tablets, right? Ten Commandment tablets. Okay, but it did exist. The Ark of the Covenant did exist. Okay, and lots of um, like lots of people were afraid of it. The movie captures this well, like the. Uh, like the uh, I've never seen any of the Indiana Jones movies, so I don't really know. So I've just like, like absorbed things about them through osmosis, like cultural osmosis, like the guy mm-hmm. getting melted and stuff like that. The fucking uh, what? What came after the Akkadians? The Babylonians, maybe. They were like scared of the Ark of the Covenant and like tried to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like thought it had superpowers, you know, supernatural powers. But uh, sure. in the in the translation of the Old Testament, in certain Christian translations, they translate it as if there's a one-horned beast 
on top of the uh, ark. Hmm. And in Christian Wait, the, in certain one, Christian traditions, that like, became a unicorn. Like there's, you're, you're, it's like a box though, right? It's like a box of yes, ten commandments. But it's like, but it's like adorned with things on the top. You saw the movie. Oh, so it's got. In the movie, it's two angels. It's been a while. It's been a while. In the movie, there's two angels on top of it. But uh, okay. In the in the Bible, it says like a horned beast, and it describes it. And the reason that everything got confused is that the Old Testament said that because you were looking at it from the side. So it really had two horns. You were just looking at it from the side. So you see one. I guess mm -hmm. that makes sense why unicorns are like so prevalent as like a mythical creature. Yes, it's very Christian. Because like how who came up with the original idea of like a horned horse, essentially, right? Like granted, there's deer and stuff. So I guess there's kind of some crossover there. But like, yeah, sure. If it was some religious symbolism that kind of carried over. Th the Greeks also mentioned it. And it's widely believed. Those guys were fucking and sucking and going it's widely believed that anyways, what they so. meant was the rhino i guess it is like sense. the least interesting mythical creature right you're like imagine this because they wouldn't saw rhinos the greeks but it has a horn on its yeah. head mm -hmm. they did their african adventures right absolutely they did imagine if a zebra had a unicorn horn now that now we're talking now i could believe that there's <laughs> some fucked kicking. up shit that comes out of that continent if you know what i'm saying sam welcome oh. to the show thanks I definitely do not. I was watching a video with some hyenas earlier. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe... Some friends of yours? Yeah, I think they have the uh, strongest bite force of any animal. And I believe they're capable of, like, crushing an elephant femur. That's plausible. So, I mean, hyenas are fucked up. And they look like... I think they're actually like closer related to cats than to dogs. I think the African wild dog has the... Largest bite force of any dog. What's the difference between a wild dog and a hyena? I have to say, Matt, the Asian wild dog. Your assertion actually. that oh yeah, the Ark of the Covenant—that's a real thing. I mean, there's archaeological uh, evidence that I, maybe you know, kind of seems like it, but like you just blatantly saying, oh yeah, it's a real thing. I don't know. I, I think you're you're it's saying poss it's possible that it did not exist, and they pretended it existed. Hey, okay, but you're saying it's possible like, Jesus didn't exist. We know they built we know they built a special temple just for it. Real talk. We know that people were aware of it back then and cared about it. I'm just thinking of in the future, people are gonna at you on Twitter and be like, "Oh, why are you? You're kind of." You're you're kind of going too you're far. You're way out on with, a limb on this arc of the because here's the thing. thing, and they would like you know list a bunch of stuff to you. I'm just I'm saving you that trouble. Well, I mean, there's people who say Jesus. Stay in your lane, Matt. I'm Jesus. more confident the Ark of the Covenant existed than Moses. You don't think Moses existed? What about all those relics? It's possible that Moses didn't exist. That he was a combination of different people. You know, some guy had to start making up commandments. Sandy got him from God. I don't even know if he came up with commandments. He was well, like, you know a, what the bur you know what the burning bush was, of course. It was that sticky icky ooey. That's what it was. That's what everyone. Uh, that's what all the gosh. Rastas. Uh, I don't know if that's a Rastas who say. I think it's just potheads. But yeah, the burning bush that Moses uh, talked to uh, and got instructions from. Uh, yeah, that might it's be right, icky. Sam. You're laughing, but that might be right. 
Yeah, you're, Sam, is that your real laugh? No, it's not. Just... We've heard his real laugh before. So you're just doing like a, a fake laugh on every episode. You're now, doing a um, who's the clean comedian that's kind of pretty popular? Um, Brian Regan? Uh, no. Yeah. No. He's no? been getting some like movie parts and serious films lately. Um, John Mulaney? No. No, he's he's cleaner than John Mulaney. Wow. What's who's the guy who's half Indian, half Japanese, no. oh, and he gets Jim, his sushi from Seven Eleven? Jim Gaffigan. Name You're doing a Jim Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan bit. Sure. You're doing a Jim Gaffigan bit. That was a, literally just a Jim Gaffigan bit. Oh. Well, he's the best in the business. Okay. He's a comedian's well, comedian. Let's not. You know. Let's not. All right. Fine. Hey, do whatever. You know Who what cares? I... <laughs> okay. Well, there's a better way to express that without passive-aggressive, goofy laughing. We That's need to start talking about issues. Yeah, we do. Do we? No, we don't. Well, we're going to talk about nuclear talking. power. We got oh, two God. topics for today. Okay. Most likely, Rods. most likely it was bulls Rods. on the Ark of the Covenant. Two bulls. No, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck No, stop that. Women and power grids. That's what we're here to talk about. Two of the worst things in existence, if you ask me. And can't live with them, can't live without them. Literally, right? Literally. Yeah. Critical infrastructure. Uh, yeah. So the power grid is pretty dope. <laughs> it pays my bills. Um, so yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, nuclear pa- nuclear plants. They like to uh, bankrupt companies and then have huge overruns and cost and time schedules. So those are pretty cool too. They have a uh, they have lots of startup costs. And apparently, uh, since we haven't built anything here in this country for like 40 or 50 years, all of the skills and technology and labor to do that shit is like, doesn't exist anymore. So uh, nobody can accurately predict how long it's going to take or the cost or any of that shit. So then you like CEOs start committing fraud so they can keep the, the dollars rolling in to get the project done. And then they wind up in orange jumpsuits. So... Wow, shit. All right, we just went way into it. All right, so this is our our special guest today, Denton. Yeah, I forgot to not speak before I was introduced, the common podcast Why is it etiquette. always jumpsuits? Like, why can't they just give them orange shirt, orange pants? I think they do, it's technically, really but the idea of a, of a CEO in a jumpsuit is just funny. You got to speak when you can, because if you wait for the introduction, <laughs> I mean, you know, you just say jumpsuits, and he's like, Psh. Yeah, Matt's off in another direction, of course. So you are, you're, what do you call a person who works on the grid? Is there a name for it? Is it like, a, are you a gridster? Uh, a grid professional? Well, you could be called like an operator. You could be called an a operator. controller. That's cool. A gridman. A, yeah, gridman. Well, there's that song He's about the lineman. Cool. The, Wichita lineman, yes. Yeah, Wichita lineman. It's a, it's a, but I think he was on the phone line, so he's a fucking scrub. Uh, and so your job is basically keeping the grid going? Yeah, like not to get too specific, I just sit in front of a computer and monitor uh, the high voltage network or grid um, just to make sure nothing is going to burn to the ground or explode in theory. Uh, but like my coworkers are the ones that are actually talking to guys in the field and telling them like, open this breaker, open the switch. Okay, you can do this work on the circuit or whatever. So like, I don't have anybody's life directly in my hands, but mm-hmm. if I fuck up, I could tell them to do something that would destroy multiple millions of dollars of infrastructure. Mm. 
So you're just like, hey, this shit's going to blow up. Like, go do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we operate it so that you can't, uh, like, no one single event will cause problems. So we just have a computer that runs constantly, does calculations. Like, if you take out any one piece of equipment, where does all the power go to everything else? And so I constantly am looking at, like, the what if and making moves to set the system up so that if the what ifs happen, it's fine. Stanislavski's magic what if. Yeah, and I get paid a lot of money to do that, so it's pretty dope. Marvel Comics, but also, what if? But I also have to work a fucked up schedule, like Swing Shift. If, if any one of you have ever heard of like the DuPont schedule or anything like that. Because no. uh, it's just like a 24-7 gig, so somebody's got to be there all the time. So Did John nights, DuPont come weekends. up with that? I don't know. I, I think there's like something for the chemical factory guys and mm, mm-hmm. i never really looked into it. i just work it i don't care where it came from john john dupont put those wrestlers on a 24 7 schedule I, i'm not familiar <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about you guys wrestlers? You see that movie about john dupont fucking those wrestlers and then one i think wrestlers? we're watching very different movies and then one acts up and he kills him it's a great no film. fox catcher <laughs> fox catcher you guys didn't see fox catcher no, mm. sorry. No, well, check it out. <laughs> so it's hot. I mean, it's first hot. of all, thank you for your service. I don't think Steve Carell's performance going. is that good in it. I think it's a little mannered. Oh, if it's a Steve Carell joint, I'm watching it tonight. Like I'm, I'm getting on it. He's, he's the best. I, I love Steve Carell. If he's in anything, he's I'm watching it right news. away. Would you guys give Steve Carell like would you if you if you knew his Venmo would you send him money directly? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like, hey, buy yourself a cup of coffee. Thanks for the that's laughs. My, yeah, that's my laughs. measure of celebrity worship. Thanks is, for the laughs and the tears. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, like I'll buy a, a movie ticket or a DVD or whatever. I guess a Blu-ray now, but like. If you really love a celebrity, you should be Venmoing them. You remember that fucking tweet from Yashar where? He said that, like, he's like, some of my friends are so messy, right? Like, he's talking about how crazy his friends are. They'll just look at who's who's starring in a movie and watch it, right? Like, he could not comprehend why <laughs> why someone sees their favorite actor in a movie oh, and just watches the movie. They would just see who's in it. No, he's like, they would see who's in it, read the description, and then just <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> It's like it's like total chaos mindset. So messy. <laughs> what? Well, how else? I mean, how else is a normal person supposed to pick what? Look movie at like to Rotten watch? Tomatoes or something. Yeah, and like and like read like five hundred reviews about it. I love to uh, form an opinion before I go in. So. I sort of understand it, right? Like, if you're a big Nicolas Cage fan, you can't do that anymore. He's done. He, yeah, he's like done way too much stuff. So it's like you don't know what kind of movie you're going to get with a Nick Cage. Well, like production. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is doing like 20 movies a year right now. And like, I don't know why he's doing that. But tax, uh, tax problems. Yeah, there must be financial problems. And he, apparently he does lots of cameos now. Like the website cameo where you well, send someone. A- oh, he should do that if he's that broke. Speaking of The mm. Office. Kevin made a million dollars last year. Just with Cameo? On Cameo? On Cameo, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Have you ever seen that dude's wife? Ooh. Really? Kevin cleaned up. Uh, Brian yeah, Baumgartner. Knows- Brian Baumgartner. 
she knows uh, where her money's coming from and, and how to earn it. She, yeah, maybe that's that, why. Maybe she's cracking the whip, making sure he's <laughs> grinding away every day on cameo. Now that the office is over and his little moment in the spotlight's done, they're trying to extend that tail. He get almost him on cameo. got a spinoff. He almost got a spinoff. Yeah, but like, how many it, times? How many times do you think you've seen that picture of him with the pot of chili on the ground? Oh my! What his wife? Holy smokes, you were not joking around. I'm an incredibly serious person. Celeste Ackleson. Wow, oh, shout nice. out to Brian. Yeah, he's he he did very well for himself. Got a couple kids. So you know he fucked at least once. <laughs> well, <laughs> he probably... You know, I like how her, her line, uh, like her celebrity is uh, Brian Baumgartner's like, wife. I feel like Brian Baumgartner actually has gets a lot of pussy. Like he got a lot of pussy during the peak of the show. Oh, yeah, of course. Because he has he has like Chris Berman vibes, you know. You're making too many references. I'm not getting. <laughs> you don't know who Chris Berman is? He's the host of NFL Primetime, and he goes like, uh, "Okay, yeah, I, I see him. Yep, or, whoop." Or uh, yeah. he used to say he got jacked up. You can't say that anymore. And why well, can't you say he got jacked up anymore? Oh, because it's too violent. You can't talk about how awesome the big hits are. Oh, 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 okay. I got you. I got you. But apparently 25 years ago, maybe 30 years ago now, he was at a bar in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, where ESPN headquarters is. And uh, some young guys were hanging out there at the bar and he was there. And then like at the end of the night, he just starts walking out and then he goes. He snaps his fingers points at a woman in a leather jacket and says, you're with me, leather. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> it worked. She like immediately like got up. <laughs> wow. I've never uh, I've never That's had good right things there. happen when I snap my fingers at a woman. Uh, you're with me, leather. Mm, well, sometimes it works. <laughs> I have to say, I guess I, just don't, I guess I just don't have that Chris Berman charisma to make it to make it work. Sometimes if you don't have the charisma, because I don't. Right. Sometimes if it's a real 180, right, from your normal personality, like it is for me and you commit to it and like believe it, then it, then it really does work. Confidence is key. Mm. That's right. Sam, how do you feel about anything we've talked about? <laughs> the hell is that you sound like my therapist what, what are you thinking sam so, so what, are you, <laughs> what are you thinking about that let's yeah let's talk oh, about yeah. your feelings you have any sam? Thoughts? does your therapist ramble i don't know she goes on long tangents is any, she is likes any of this getting through yeah. to you anyway i think you're re- you're really overhyping celeste ackleson Oh really? Yeah, you're people are gonna Google her and then be like, what what's Matt thinking? But for She's Brian, so but for Brian's like a three. No offense to Brian. Yeah, but right. I mean And she's an eight. So like, yes. That's nicely done. Not an eight. She's an eight. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't agree with that, but that's okay. She's an eight in Dallas. She's not a six. She's an eight in Dallas. No one's claiming she's a six, right? I'd I'd uh, say I'd say Manhattan six. Manhattan six, yeah, sure, but that's a that's a American eight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Maybe like Midwest eight. Yeah, I was gonna say, Sam, aren't you from Ohio? Like that's 
She'd be an eight all day anywhere in that state. Oh, yeah. Well, people here, they look like, they don't even look human. They look like orcs. <laughs> I know. I Well, yeah, I, I spent 30 years in outside of Columbus, Ohio, like 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio. So, yeah, I know exactly the, the orc qualities <laughs> the of people of in that state. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's scary just swiping through Tinder. It's very upsetting. So now, that's one thing I, I, I was already like wifed up by the time Tinder came through. So I never really had to trudge through that in central Ohio. Luckily or not, I guess. I don't know. She varies a lot pick to pick. I was thinking I'm that. Trying to get a real feel yeah. for her. Yeah. It's like sometimes you get a pick and you're like, oh, that's. <laughs> there's, there's a couple where she's like wearing dresses from like an event, like an award show or something. And she's filling it out pretty nicely. But. <laughs> Should we just talk about wives? She has, it looks like she has some aftermarket upgrades, is all I'll say. Celeste Dackelson. (laughs) The entire pod. Yeah. I spend more airtime on her than any pod previous. What does Celeste Dackelson do? She keeps uh, Kevin happy. (laughs) And I will never refer to him as his actual name. He's Kevin now. Brian Baumgartner. He sold his soul to the devil by getting that show popular. Now he'll be Kevin until the day he dies. Oh, man. I wish I could share images easily. I just found one of her that's she looking like a knockout. I got I got to share this. Is now. it the blue dress? Yeah, the blue dress, and it's like one the sh- strap. The one strap. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yep. he looks like uh, the happiest motherfucker in the universe. Oh, he's got no worries, man. He just made a million on Cameo. He gets to sleep next to that every night. Well, maybe he might have separate rooms, but <laughs> he gets to sleep in the same house. Yeah. He can smell her anytime he wants. Wow. Wow. Oh, he was previously married to pianist Julia Fisher. All right, I put okay, it in the well guest chat. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> he gets in fucking IMDb mode, man. Pianist. Julia and then it's like this like Fisher. recursive descent into, which there's got to be a podcast like that, right? There's got to be a podcast where people just like follow the IMDb labyrinth you know, indefinitely playing like six degrees of Kevin Bacon with all this shit. He has big dick energy. He has big dick energy. I'd say he upgraded. You you found Julia Fisher? Uh, she's the German classical violinist and pianist. <laughs> I'm looking at her Wikipedia right now. I just I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to know her. I'm not trying to look at her pictures. <laughs> She's a person. She has <laughs> interests and experiences that I'd like to know more about. I'm just looking at a picture of her. Are you sure about that, dude? No, I'm. I'm not. I think that I would. I would go with the pianist. Mm. But but so I don't know the other woman's origin or national national origin. But like the German woman's probably, you know. Gets him on a strict regiment. He's got to do chores at certain times and certain ways. Like the trains have to run on time, you know, and that's how she runs that fucking house. And okay, so what do you when think you have the star power of Kevin? That's not he's he's not going like, to allow someone to talk to him that way. What do you think his sex number is? Sex number? Yeah, his sex number. What is that? <laughs> number of people you've had sex with. That's your sex number. Oh, a famous Hollywood elite like Kevin. <laughs> I feel oh, like if it's if it's over 18, probably like a dozen, but the other number. Huh. 
What does that mean? He's a Hollywood elite. Come on, read between the lines. I think he's been with a a handful of sex workers for sure. I get that vibe from him. Of course. So I feel like 45. Uh, Sure. I don't know. Maybe. What's your sex number, Matt? Porno Matt? I can't remember. I have to think. I think it's 16. Wow. That's impressive. It's in that range. How old are you? I'm 30. Oh, okay. Now you have a, but you have a girlfriend. You're not married, right? No, not yet. Oh, are you, We're are common you engaged? Law, though. Are you engaged? We're common law. We're domestic partners under the law. Just John. girlfriend. No rings have been exchanged or anything like that? No. no. Oh, wow. And apparently I have to bring it. You ha- in the bedroom? With the ring. I yeah, I was going to say, you it. typically have to buy that to then give her a ring. But yeah. no, 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 no. I'm saying I can't just get any old ring. Apparently. Oh, is she, she doing the like three months salary thing? It's got to be. How else could three months salary last forever? I was thinking like, oh, maybe I can re, maybe I can re-gift the engagement ring, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like police auction or whatnot. But uh, no, I have to bring it with both rings. I have to pay for both, right? Yes. Yeah. And does yeah. she pay for mine? Mm, yeah, maybe. And Probably gotta- not. You got to get down on your knees. Mm-hmm. Is well, that one knee, not two knees? Does everyone do two that? Two knees would be strange. Is there any? Is there any wiggle room on that? I what, think the knee. I think there is, the but thing? like yeah. it's a classic. It's a classic move for a reason. Like if you don't do it, you better have a really good I reason to not it. to. No, I have to do it because she proposed her, for her first two marriages. So, Ooh, yeah, she's not going to do it again. She says, "Going to go all out." Well, she's been married twice. I mean, obviously, you have to propose. She has Sam. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Good luck. Well, so do you know why those marriages fell apart? Was it because of her or because of the other men? Mm. Or was it a mm. was it like mutually? It was because of them. Mutually destroyed of them. Smart answer. <laughs> Does she listen to the pod? By the way, no, not not a single second. Fucking way, way, way. That's the way to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. John, what's your sex number? Uh, it is less than 20, but close. Less mm. than 20, but close. Well, we're in so the same like, ballpark. Yeah, like 18. We're in the same. And field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam, what's your sex number? 19. <laughs> When you're a high power politician, the, the women just throw themselves at you. Sam, that's a really good number. Yeah, it's because you're a young it's, guy. It's higher than, that's a real solid. Yeah, number. it's higher than Matt's and higher than John's. And uh, Denton, Denton wants yours. Maybe. I mean, I'd have I to think about it. Uh, I'm like a, I'm like a long term relationship type of guy, so uh-huh. uh, I don't know. Probably it's more than ten, but probably less than twenty. I don't know. I remember one time I was talking to my ex about this and she was like, oh, it was like 60. And then I was like, uh, and I was like, so like, does that count blowjobs? And then she went, oh, blowjobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I take it. You could count that. Blowjobs is like, wow. I mean, that's like, uh, it's like a how many shake. hands have you ever shaken? You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have met her. Oh yeah, shoot. You may have. 
Come on. Yeah, maybe, yeah, 60. She doesn't do tours. She's not like a musician. Yeah, I've never spent much time out west, so unless she was an East Coast broad. You guys come up with something to talk about. I'm wow. hot in here. It's hot. Well, open your damn Ella Emhoff. Oh, Ella Emhoff. How are you guys feeling about her? I'm a huge fan. I'm ramping fan. up the attraction to her. I'm a big fan. I want to know the sense. I want to know the sensations. Not a fan. She looks too. Uh, again? She looks too insect-like Ch- with her gigantic Ella eyes. Emhoff. She looks like a, some sort of like a predator or something. I'm not into. You don't it. like the you don't like the runway model look. No, I'm not into it. I also don't. This fucking. I also don't like she's... super skinny uh, women. I mean, more she power to you. She's a little skinny, but I gotta say, she looks better super skinny. It's not my thing. I don't know. Not my. Not what I'm attracted to. What's this thing where she's wearing like fucking like some quilted ass some, shirt, some blues clues style shit? It's called. It's called like eyebrows. slow fashion or something. For slow people, it sucks. I know. <laughs> it just. It's like makes you look terrible. Why would you do that? I think that's the point is like uh, they want to basically make themselves look unattractive on purpose to kind of slide under the radar. Mm. I think it looks great. I'm a huge fan of it. And by the way, it's appropriate for me to talk like this, but not you guys. Why? I'm just doing the half your age plus seven thing. Oh, oh, but I can like I, rate, how old I is can she? rate women of any She's age. 22. I just can't, you just can't sleep with them, but you can, you know, I can objectify them. That's you know. oh, okay. Yeah, objectifying is there's no. Age I think limit it's on important that. to objectify no. her. I think it's good that we're objectifying her because uh, people are really gunning for her and uh, trying to trying to really go after her. And she got picked up by like IMG modeling agency, or they're like representing her now. And people are so mad. Well, so mad. About people her. are saying it was a psyop that she got like pushed into the narrative. Like they had already picked her up and then she got pushed because of Kamala or whatever as like, hey, free publicity. What's her tie into Kamala? How would that even work? That sigh up. I don't know. It just gets her name out there and her picture out there. And then IMG's like, great. We just, all we have to do is like release one statement now instead of like advertising this relatively unknown person. Apparently she got she got an agent last year for modeling. What's her tie into to Kamala? It's her stepdaughter. Stepmom. Okay. She got an agent last Doug's year. Doug's daughter. Doug Imhoff. America fell in love with her uh, during the inauguration. It was a very natural process, and she got signed. Yeah. Hey. I wanted her to step on me. I wanted her to step on my face. Oh, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. She always, she always looks like she's about to step on me, you know? Yeah, the, the perspective <laughs> in her photography or selfies, it does... It's very yeah, much like so. you're POV. You she's you're like about a to get giant, stepped on. Yeah, she's like a giantess. She is uh, tall. Fetish. Like the tall women are the ones you want to step on you, you know? How tall is she? Good question. She's model tall. Well, she looked pretty tall, like in the family photo op. She was like She's taller than her dad, right? She's taller than the vice president. So he must have very been, small. So he must have been he must have been climbing on somebody pretty tall to make that. Oh, her, her mom is like so funny on bitch Twitter. Bitch made like a jungle gym or her something. Her mom is like, her mom? Yeah, her mom is hyping up all the articles and, and viral tweets about her. She thinks it's great. Why don't we talk about well, the yeah, mom you wanna, enough? You want to you wanna support your kids and their endeavors, sure. Why doesn't the mom get talked about? I haven't seen her picture yet. She's not a model. 
Yeah, she's not a young, exuberant. What's the name of the woman. mom, ah, Sam? That must be it. She's already old and used up. Oh, I don't know. You could probably find it uh, quicker than me. What's yeah? What's her mom's at, Sam? Um. Uh, Kirsten M. Hoff. Oh wow. Oh, that sounds right. K E R. Wow, interesting spelling. This is great audio too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this Sorry. might be our worst episode. What are you talking about? I'm so glad about? I could uh join you guys for that. She's the CEO of Pretty Bird. Okay, first of she's all, got a weird oh, ass she's forehead. in the movie business. That's right. She's got a five head for sure. I'm a huge fan she's of got that. A five head? picture, she looks like she's completely blazed too. Hell yeah. Oh, she got to go. She got to go to the inauguration. She looks good in a mask. <laughs> You know, you know who looks great in a mask? Hillary. Hillary looks really good in a mask, right, guys? Yeah. She did yeah, look cool. Yes, queen. It really makes her eyes pop and her hair. Cool. Oh, wow, this is. I, she, I don't care about any of these people. Here's Kirsten Emhoff. She's quoting the New York Times tweet about Ella Emhoff being signed, and she's like, "Very proud, but nervous, Mama. Elle will stay true to her cheeky self with all of our support." Nice. Well, that's the great thing about Ella is she's going to be uh, uh, moving forward in the fashion industry as a model, but she's also clearly very talented at designing clothes. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> You're yelling at the mic from across the room. I was speaking in a pleasant tone. Dude, <laughs> do you think that what, what are you doing? I'm carrying the show, first of all. I am okay. carrying this episode. You guys aren't bringing I it. I mean, whatever. You're carrying it in the direction that you... Drawing attention to it is not going to help. It's going to make it worse. It's going to make me feel more uncomfortable. I can't imagine how our guest feels when you talk like that. Well, I'll which, be honest. I was I was nervous to come on the show. Yeah. Denton, what about what about this cold fusion thing? Are they going to figure that out? No, hold on a second, because oh. you know what? Last like a week or so ago, you were like, "Hey, we had we had the technical error where uh, I could I couldn't hear our guest and the, he couldn't hear me, and and you came up with a brilliant idea. <laughs> hey, let's do the whole show like that. <laughs> that was good. Well, we didn't do yeah, it, so only, who knows how no, good it would have been? Only because I put my foot down. Well, we don't know that you were right. I think calmer well, heads prevails. Okay, I guess that's true. This is this is my first time guesting on a podcast, though, so I do appreciate the. What's invitation. your podcast about? I don't have a podcast. But anymore. you've done. Oh, what happened to it? Yeah, yeah it was just. It was much easier to do it in person, and then also like you know that shift schedule thing I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. It makes it very difficult to. Uh, organize regular times to do it what was it about though cars it's like video games and dumb shit you're a car expert no yes you are you like Not your really. cars though i do like cars i if you follow me on twitter you'll see just a lot of pictures of cars i took a picture of uh somebody had ripped some donuts in the parking lot oh, by my house, i saw so that god i wish that was me right yeah what do you think if you could have one car to drive for a day what would it be just one, just for a day. Just for a day, it'd probably be a Pagani Zonda because it's got an AMG V12 and it looks fucking bonkers. And I'd get it in the purple carbon fiber weave just to be fucking obnoxious as shit. The I would do that. The Pagani Zonda. 
What would you Looks, do with that bad boy? Uh, just ripped donuts everywhere I went mm-hmm. and smoked people at stoplights and yeah, bed bath just whatever parking lot whatever. You wouldn't put it on yeah. the track? Nah, wouldn't do that. Mm. No, not enough people on the track will see me. I got to flex. I'm going to be driving through downtown, whatever, and just flexing nonstop. It'd be it'd be something to valet. I might just valet all day. I would just go try to race everyone. You know, just every mm-hmm. car, just go to lights mm-hmm. all day. The alternative would be like a McLaren P1, but I think the Bagani is probably a more beautiful car. So you like a supercar? I believe the McLaren P1 is classified as a hypercar. What makes a hypercar? It's just better than a supercar. You could watch, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Apex, like the story of the hypercar on Netflix. And it talks about... um, the McLaren P1, the Ferrari La Ferrari, which is a stupid name, and the Porsche 918 Spider or just 918. It's like it it takes the technology of hybrid cars with electric uh, motors and uses those to torque fill when your turbo is spinning up on your big turbocharged engine. Uh huh. So it's just very cool technology. It's kind of like cutting edge shit. It's sort of like the system they use in F1. I can't. I think it's called KERS, K-E-R-S, Kinetic Energy Recovery System, where it basically has like a small battery that gets charged through regenerative braking, and then you can hit essentially what's like a turbo boost button, and you get an additional hundred horsepower or something like that um, to make it easier to pass people in F one. What is a hypercar? Question mark. There be there may be better no better way to ignite an argument. But to try and define <laughs> what a hypercar is. Yeah. I mean, like, would you say, okay, so would you say I think that Israel uh, and Palestine is still number one? That's, no, that's yeah, that's probably the most in- argument. Would you say like a Lamborghini? No. Let's say like a, is a, is a supercar. You know, no, one of the Middle not. East peace process negotiations was derailed over hypercar. I think a supercar has to be something funky, like not a mainline model. It has to be like a limited edition. Or it has to be something like McLaren, where they never make that many. Are they all like well, road? Well, McLaren evil? makes McLaren. Some say some say makes too many. Don't they make like a hundred? Uh, well, part of the problem with McLaren is their cars depreciate incredibly fast, and because there's no rarity to them, I guess. Like, if you want to go and buy a brand new Ferrari, like one of the really nice ones, like a V12, they're not going to let you. Ferrari controls the release of their cars to such a level. That unless you're like an established customer with them, they'll say, oh, you want a Ferrari? Great. We've got these used Californias over here on the back of the lot. And until you develop a relationship with us, we're not going to let you. I mean, they've even gone so far as to blackball people uh, that like do stuff with their cars on social media that they don't like. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Ferrari is very protective of their brand, whereas McLaren's like, okay, you have money? Yeah, sure. We'll sell it to you. And McLarens are amazing cars with amazing technology. I mean, the company dominated F1 back in the 80s, and they haven't really done very well now. I'm not really an F1 guy, but... Um, My girlfriend, she gets real horny for those. those the McLarens or F1 cars? McLarens. Yeah, they're awesome. They look like fucking spaceships. And apparently they're like some of the most comfortable cars you can drive. Can that you are be tall? Compact. Yeah. I Well, hmm, I think so. I mean, because I can't fit in a Lotus. Well, how tall are you? 6'4". Of course, 6'4". That's pretty tall. Yeah, a Lotus would be tough. 
You probably can't fit in a Miata, right? No. Yeah. Uh, you could probably you could probably fit in a McLaren. I mean, there's some Lotuses that I can really easily put my balls on. Mm-hmm. Put my balls on the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of well, like what is a well, yeah, what is a supercar to you? Like, give me an example of a car when you think of. So you just said like McLaren, right? If it has like some yeah, McLaren, something that's like you know, uh, like it has one seat. That's a good sign that you have a supercar, right? It's like one bucket seat, and that's it. Uh, I'm trying to think of any cars that just have one seat. Uh, you you know. I see a one. If you can't legally drive it, does that make it a supercar? Oh, that's a good sign. That's a good I, I sign. think that I think that pre I think that disqualifies it. Oh, it's I think not a, supercar a supercar has to mm-hmm. a supercar has to exist on the street as well. Okay. What if you can only drive it in one country? Because that happens a lot. Really? Hmm. What is that country? It doesn't <laughs> England. Fuck. England? Like you can only drive it in England? Yeah. No, there's no car that you can only drive in England. You know, there's some like Eastern European country that ha- there's some Eastern European country that just lets you oh, drive. Well, anything. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure like, you know, in Sudan, no one's going to stop you. Uh, <laughs> in Various failed states around the world. You know, you could do it theoretically. Right. So it's like Somalia or England. That's those are your choices. <laughs> two countries that don't give a fuck about, you know, road safety. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys know, like America often doesn't get certain cars because our federal regulations for like automobiles is just different enough from like Europe, for example, that a lot of companies are like, fuck it. We're not going to go through the hassle of crash testing and changing the headlight or the taillight. What if you could only drive your car in international waters? And so you had to like rent like an aircraft carrier and do like donuts on it. I'm seeing like the new Jim Connor video is going to be in international waters. We got to get uh, Ken Block and Travis Pastrana on the phone, man. Oh, and did yeah, international waters. I I love it. I think about it all the time. You know, there's that microstate that's on an old oil rig. Oh yeah, they make their what, own laws. What's the, wh- Some guy like created a nation on an oil rig. It's the world's smallest country. What's really funny is they have it's citizens. An oil rig in international waters. That's pretty fucking far out, man. Yeah, what's the boundary for international waters? Like, what's the distance it has to be from a coast? These days, these days you gotta go gotta so far like out there. Fifty miles or yeah. something, right? You know, it's international waters aren't what they used to be, but the oil rig like got abandoned, and he just claimed it. And you can read about it. They have like constitutional conventions there, and like. Uh, there's a lot of like tension about it. I think there was a coup of some sort. Does he have like a pirate radio station or something out there? He does. He broadcasts. And, right, uh, is that it, what that one movie was about? 12 miles, apparently. 12 miles. Because hmm. it's near England, right? Yeah, I think so. That's what that pirate radio show was about. Mm. Bunch of nerds. <sighs> I believe in the in over overseas, they titled that film The Boat That Rocked. If you're speaking of the Philip Seymour Hoffman uh, picture, you know, yeah. I've never seen it. I'm sure it's great. What's your guys' favorite uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman flick? Mm. I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to think of one. I'll be honest with you. Mission Impossible 3. It's just a timeless <laughs> performance. <laughs> one of the greatest villains ever on film. Mm. If I ever. You know, I, I can't picture it in my head. I don't know if I've watched. 
uh, MI3. If I ever need my Phil Hoffman fix, that's the one I go with. I also enjoy uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Lovely performance in that. I think he got nominated for an Oscar for that one, right? Uh, but you, you can't go wrong, really. Savages, wonderful performance in that. Uh, not I think to be the confused. last one I saw was The Master or The Masters or whatever. Sure. When no, he gets a hand job. Phoenix. He's good in that. Gets a hand job in that one. From Amy Adams. I think that's the only one. Is that the only one where he gets a hand job or does he also get a hand job in happiness? Oh. I think the Hunger Games, the Hunger, one of the Hunger Games he does? No. He gets a hand job in one of the Hunger I Games? I thought he films? did. I don't, th- I don't think. I thought he did. I don't think he actually did, though. I feel like along came Polly. He might have. Uh, Son of a Woman, his character in Son of a Woman definitely got a lot of hand jobs, you know? He had that vibe. What's your guys' stance on hand jobs? Oh, I love them. I think they're super underrated. Uh, you know, women these days don't know how to do them unless they're uh, Catholic. And uh, it's really like falling out of vogue. And I think it's time for it to come back. Uh, you know, it's sort of a joke that women don't know how to do it. Yeah. Garfunkel and Oates have a song about how they don't know how to do it. It's crazy. People just skip that step now, you know? Mm. Yeah. You know, there's, there's not that you know middle school high school era where you give them yeah talk more about that really good i I don't know what middle i don't know what middle schoolers and high schoolers are doing these days though i'm not a little out of the loop on that one (laughs) i'm saying i'm saying we we lost it like 20 years ago you you know my girlfriend's older than i am and she was like no i also i gotta say now i'm thinking about it my mom who is a boomer told me that when she was in high school, you just had sex. Back then, they didn't have any diseases that you couldn't just fix with like a penicillin shot, right? That's true. But you didn't do hand jobs and blowjobs and stuff. Mm, What she said hmm. is like hand jobs and blowjobs. That's what hookers did, right? Wow. Boomers were insane. Good girls just had. (laughs) Yeah, just like letting dudes raw dog you, but you won't just like tug them a little bit. Blowjobs were like, ugh, like that's, ugh, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why the boomers fucked everything up. They would have got a couple more blowjobs. They would have been way more chill, just like kind of let uh, things ride But then they hit their 20s, bit, you know? and then they started blowing everything that moves. Did Fast you know? Times yeah. at Ridgemont High change that? Maybe. Blowjobs? Have something to do with it? Yeah. I think it brought the, I think it brought it a little bit into the mainstream. Maybe. Like 1981-ish, yeah. sure. Sam, have you ever seen Valley Girl? Yeah. It's great, right? I think it's underrated. So much 80s stuff gets undervalued because everyone just thinks of like Spielberg and Lucas and sci-fi stuff. There's a lot of really edgy, interesting films. from Very tasteful Nicolas Cage performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing about I think it, I think it's better than Pretty in Pink. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I mean, it's a strong opinion. People don't agree with it. John has seen like eight movies. (laughs) John, what's your favorite movie you've ever seen? Uh, No Country for Old Men, probably. Nice. That's a good show. It's a classic action film for me. Is it action film to you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. No. I... I'm a very stupid person, so like a lot of the subplots or like other things that are like kind of symbolism or whatever, I don't get any of that shit. 
with a guy walking around with a giant pneumatic rod that he shoots into people's heads. And that's just dope. Uh, yeah, that was cool. That guy, that's a cool movie. I remember the scene where he's like, I told you I got no damn agua. I say that to people all the time. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where'd that's you get it? At the gutting place. That's, that's your, <laughs> it's your lucky quota. Don't put it in your pocket. Do you guys think that if you were in that situation, you would have realized that you needed to dump the bag out? I just would never have brought, brought water back. Hmm. I oh. could deal with it. I well, don't remember this. I could live with it. <laughs> but it didn't what matter the in the end, right? What the fuck going are we talking for, about? Going back with the water didn't isn't what cost him, right? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I definitely would have transferred the money to a different bag. I would have transferred it yeah. to a few different spots, actually. Because the bag is evidence. So you got to get rid of the bag. I probably would have just like went to the bank and deposited it and then just chilled back then wow. in texas i'm sure it's possible i don't remember any yeah. of this at all it's, it's like the intro to the movie essentially movie. <laughs> I know. sort of the thing that drives the whole plot is that he forgets yeah. to get rid of the the tracking device if you would have told the bag me, of money uh, okay yeah okay if you would have told me 10 years ago that boys and girls in our great texas towns would be walking around with bones in their noses and and, and colored hair i just flat out wouldn't believe you it is not the one thing. It is the dismal tide. <laughs> I love that scene. That's a great scene. That guy is like everyone right now. Oh, things are so bad and scary right now. It's never been this bad. Shut up. That's another thing about the Ella Imhoff thing. Is all these lefties are reacting to her like they're fucking boomers yeah right it's sad yeah they can't handle that she looks kind of different it's like freaking them out right i mean i can handle it i just don't want to look at her like i don't i just don't care mm -hmm. that's fine what she does in her personal life i just don't want it in my face you know <laughs> <laughs> what you do face. behind closed doors is is between you and whoever's behind that door just I don't it put it in my face in my face wave it in my face are you a foot guy, Matt? No, but with her. <laughs> Have you seen her feet? No. Great. So oh. it's like, it's kind of, it's like the, you know, you see a woman in a bathing suit and you're like, I can tell there's something going on there. But like, it's, it's what's left to the imagination is what makes it hot. I just, I don't like to look at feet, but I do like to experience them. But if one was standing on your face and it was connected to Ella Imhoff's yes, leg. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got it right there. Oh, Sam, you want to do your Hollywood minute? Yeah. All right. So I am a huge fan of our tours. Our tours. You know, your your George Lucas's, your Quentin Tarantano's, uh, your Paul Thomas Anderson's, your writer directors, right? Who control every aspect of their film. And there is a new film coming out that I'm extremely excited about, where we have uh, 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 an art tour for the twenties. Uh, I don't think she's ever directed a film before, uh, least of all written, directed, produced uh, a film. But she has. It's called uh, Me, You, Madness. And it's about a young thief. Uh, a young thief cases an architectural dream house in Malibu, not realizing it is the home of an eccentric female serial killer. And uh, it's called Me, You, and Madness and is directed, produced, written uh, and starring uh, Luis Linton. Oh, we got to see that. I'm extremely excited about it. If you guys should all uh, 
look up the trailer and it comes out February 12th. Did Steve did Steve produce it? Steve Mnuchin did not produce it. No, I, I, I mean, as far as we know. It's distributed. Well, he's busy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been incredibly busy. I can't imagine he'd have the time. Yeah, well, I to. I would imagine they shot this sometime in 2020. So mm, it does sound like a pandemic uh, plot. Just film everything. It seems in one like house. there's only two people in it, and it, it takes place inside. Uh, from the trailer, it looks like there's about maybe two locations, and there's only two people in it. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's a chamber piece. Yeah, it's a chamber piece. Or if it was on TV, they would call this a bottle episode. I love a good bottle episode. Yeah. So uh, when that comes out, uh, maybe I'll I'll review it for the show. But I am excited about it. I remember the first time the first time I saw a bottle episode. And it's the it's the all in the family episode where Meathead and Archie get stuck in uh, a meat locker. Remember that one? You know, I'm not a boomer, so no. Yeah, no, not not ringing the bell. Should check out all in the Sounds family. Sounds vaguely guide. familiar, but it's a real good episode. You know, they bond and they they really figure um, things out between each other and hash things out. The relationship changes. Yeah, well, that's what most bottle episodes do: is you bottle up the characters and then they really hash things out. Maybe two people yeah. who wouldn't want to be spending time with each other. They weren't. I appreciate you explaining what that was because I stuck in a didn't locker. want to ask, but I was also like, I have no idea what a bottle episode is, but now I do. So thank you. It's usually a way to save money. It was more prominent yeah. in a time when there were like 25 episode costs. seasons. Uh, there's definitely one in Bones where they never leave the office. I think there's one in House where they never leave the office. Oh, like there's, a, there's a few like that. Yeah. Uh, What's usually it's like in an elevator or something. Very often the way to do this is to have a hostage episode. Yes. Uh, where someone comes in and takes the whole cast hostage. But I feel like didn't the X Files have a fun twist on it? Um, what was their bottle episode? They had one. Um, did they? Uh, they definitely had episodes where it was just Mulder and Scully the whole time, right? Yeah. There's that one where they get old. Is that a bottle episode technically? No, because they're all. There's a lot of locations on that. They're at sea at some point. They're uh no and they're in like in a bar at one point uh, at the beginning where they need to find a driver for their boat uh no um there's the haunted house episode but that also stars lily tomlin and ed asner well it, it can have other characters do you think it can't have other characters oh no but i mean you were saying isn't there an episode where it's just Mulder and scully yeah you're right uh be, we can just talk about this for like another hour if you want <laughs> Didn't we just reach 50 or 59 minutes or so? Uh, I mean, you know, we're coming up and like, but the editing is needed here because. Yeah, we spent I mean, all the slurs I said earlier. They're going to have to be edited right. out. And the 10 minutes we spent looking up Ella and Emhoff's mom. And uh, Kevin's <laughs> Kevin's wife. Well, no, that should stay in. His wife. That should stay in. I mean, but there's going to be dead air while we're scrolling. So like that's gonna cut out at least five minutes. So we we need well, to do something for you know. Yes, you were gonna say something, John. Yeah, you know we don't just want to like hit the numbers. You know, <sighs> like think of this as like sex, right? You're not just like looking at your watch, like okay, I've, like I've ten more minutes, and then, <clears throat> just watch. ten more minutes, and then I'm good. 
Okay, this is a bad the analogy. La- the, but the last time I had sex, I I literally heard, "Okay, you've got 15 minutes. Let's wrap it up." <laughs> 15 minutes more, not just not total. 15 minutes more. Like right. we have that's shit to good. do. We're that's busy. pretty good. That's actually Generous. pretty good. Like 15 kind of like the it's two reasonable. minute warning, you know, or one minute warning thing. Yeah, it's like, a reason because. Yeah. You know, if they say five minutes, that's like a little then bit. Then you're just not going to come. It's a little bit more, too much pressure. Well, yeah. if they say you have yeah. to come in the next five minutes, that ain't happening. <laughs> what if she, but what if she like uh, says that and then slaps you or something or steps on your face? Well, then we're getting somewhere, right? Well, then she, she gives you the time that. limit. So the pressure increases, but then but, she but steps on your face and then the pressure. She could have just explodes. not given me the time thing. If she's gonna but do that. It's all about the it's all about the build up, man. I don't know how women's minds work. So, how strict is she with the fifteen minutes? Is it like, you know, okay, fit that? I said fifteen minutes. Boom. Oh, it only took like five, and I was like, okay, cool, okay. let's, yeah, yeah, I'm, we're done. That wouldn't that wouldn't be a fun fifteen minutes for me? I would like start self obsessing and trying to figure out, you know, what I did wrong and. I can't remember. I can't remember why we had the time limit, but it was like I need to do something, or she needed to do something. Yeah, he's I was only gonna last five more minutes anyway, so it's like, yeah, fifteen minutes, okay. I guess I'll get it done then. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. I've been married for a long time. We've been together for a long time, so it's like, yeah, we're very comfortable with each other. It's not like it's not like you with your little, you know, Tinder dates or Tinder whatever. dates that you brought home. All right, fine. Uh, at least you know at. I'm having fun and enjoying life. I don't know. <laughs> nothing to find, but, uh, you know, it'd be very different I'm if jealous. you brought a Tinder date home and she was like, okay, you got 15 more minutes. Right. That makes sense. Sam, like, that's a lot different. Sam, how is, how is Tinder in the age of COVID? Are you, are you, is it harder? I, yeah, of course it is. You know, I just, I just like having like a brief conversation. Mm-hmm. I, brief conversations are the way to go. I like, you know, talking about. Classic about my what, self and that's fun what john would john that's would good. just immediately ask them over right well i don't want to do that right now pretty quickly yeah and just be like you know like you know like boom 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 you know like ping pong like boom 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 come over and they're like yeah. no he he and I'm like <laughs> yeah come over and they're like you know they have some reason not to come over like no, I, I'm, I'm, I need to like get food. And I'm like, I have food here. All yeah. your problems are solved. By Take care over. of all of her needs and she'll just come over. Boom. Like done. Every, yeah. Everything you could possibly want is here. I, you know, I had lots of moves. What's a, what's had. a, what's a classic porno map move? Okay. First thing we may have discussed this on the pod before. Don't drive there. I think we discussed this with Papa. Don't drive to dates. Oh, yeah. She's a fantastic guest. Don't, drive don't drive to dates. Uh, and then if she drove, ask her to drive you home. All right. She drives you home. You're like halfway there. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, you know, I lived somewhere. I've always lived somewhere where there's guest parking. Right. And then there's resident parking. And we get to that point, And I'm like, well, are you going to come in? If you're going to come in, you have to park somewhere else. Then they usually, you know, 50% of the time they say, uh, no, mm-hmm. right? And then they park somewhere. That's when you have to do other things. You have to, you have to, then there's a whole nother phase. But often they say, oh, okay, sure. And then they'll go into the resident parking and then it's, then you got it. 
pretty much. I like that she makes the decision before, you know, the parking. Like it's made a little bit in advance, but it's sort uh-huh. of a commitment. Right. It's kind of like if I'm like, you know, can you help me move now? You're like, no. But if I'm like, it's also, you know, could you help me move next weekend? You're like, yeah, sure. It's like more in the distance, you know? You can also lie about it. You can lie about the whole parking thing. Oh, that's I a never, good I would tip. never do that. I would I never, never had to do that. That's a good tip. Uh, don't forget you can lie. Uh, yeah, just lie to <laughs> they women often to have get no them into way your house. to verify you're telling the truth. I never had to, but like if you're that kind of guy, mm-hmm. right? You can just try that. I guess if you're a guy who lies, you're not doing any of my moves. You're in a whole different mindset. Mm. I'm yeah, well, I don't know. Probably. All of my moves made like sense lying, to me. Personally. And were practical, right? Yeah. Well, I'm sure the guys that lie say the same thing. No. Yeah, it's practical to lie to people to deceive them to get them to come in and like the devil oh oh boy (laughs) what the fuck happened to your fucking face my face yeah your camera looks weird it's getting dark in here yeah it doesn't have enough lights on okay and i got up last time he got so mad at me his face look different Mm. well i don't know or my feelings. People have been hurting my feelings a lot on Twitter. Matt, you're yeah, precious. That's you're, you're, I try you're to make nice man. replies to you, Matt, because I know you're a delicate, gentle snowflake. Yeah, someone called me the R word. That's really mean. You know? We need to well, leave that we need to leave that in the teens. The R word is can get you banned though. That's why it's absolutely it's risky. Are we really We're saying R word now? now? I, I use developmental I don't disability. Feel comfortable saying it, so Sure, I would. Uh, you can't say the word retarded. Mm-hmm. I'm from a different like, generation. I have to in say, reference. If like, you were not calling ed, anyone it's that. even worse. I've noticed, though, that people are doing, like, people are still so addicted to the craven way of not saying it. So they say everything but that, like, uh, smooth brained. Oh, come right. on. That's mm-hmm. fine. Relax. You just don't. But when you, people say. What's the fuck? I mean, like, can I say idiot? Yes. Can you say opinion. mongoloid? No. What do no. we used to call retard? What do we used to call retarded people? Oh man, waterheads, oh, idiots. My God. <laughs> is that not true? Is that not literally fucking so true? If you, What's yeah. The if you fucking... ever see me, if you ever it see is. me reply to somebody asking them if they have a developmental disability, that's that's code for your your an R word. Yeah, we just change it. Like I'm just trying to get around. I don't want to get banned, so I'm just trying to get around that, so I can keep talking shit to like. David but, Brooks and his like, shitty New York Times opinion Okay, here, here's the thing. If you're not going to say the R word, right, don't do the other ones. You can't do the other ones. When, when you stop saying the N word, you don't just do the other ones. Those are all canceled, too. You cannot compare that yeah, to the N word, use... sir. And, and let's be clear. You only don't like smooth brain because it originated on the left. You don't like Chapo. So now you're trying to turn them into some kind of no, hate crime. Bird doers. brain. I, I don't like bird brain either. I don't like, I don't like bird baby brain. Is like, that the B word? I don't like word? all this brain talk. You know, I don't like it. I You're uncomfortable with anatomy. I think it's craven. That's the biggest problem with it for me. Is like you want to say the R word, but you're finding these other ways to say it, right? Well, look, I mean, we're not going to give up like making fun of people for being stupid, right? Because here's the thing. There's some people who are, you know, Stupid smooth brain intellectually. Is, smooth brain they have a is a real IQ. thing. 
But some then... people are smooth brained, right? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Some people have smooth brains. You got that right. No, they right? don't. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a neurological problem, right? No. Yes. No. That's not a th- having no. a smooth brain. Yes. There's a smooth brain syndrome. There's, yes. You know, they, they open them up and there's just no wrinkles. Yes. You can find pictures of it. It uh, just, yeah, I just Googled smooth brain syndrome and, uh, yep. It seems to be a genetic disorder. Yeah. So, these, so, these... so wow. Chapo's making fun of people with genetic disorders. Very tolerant. <laughs> wow. So much for the tolerant left. That's right. Look, I'm, here's the I'm thing. I'm off Twitter now, by we're the way. Never gonna, we're never going to stop making, or we're never going to stop calling people we don't like stupid, right? Because sometimes people are stupid because it's like genetic, and sometimes they're I'm just okay being a fucking idiot. I'm okay with bonehead. Right? I'm okay with bonehead. I'm okay with... So wait, you're saying if someone had <laughs> a genetic okay disorder where their brain, skull isn't... was like 50% thicker, that's okay, but someone who has a genetic disorder where Does their brain exist? is perfectly smooth is not okay. If someone had it's that a disorder, I don't like, know. Just answer the they'd question. They'd be so good at football, right? In <laughs> boxing too, right? They would still get CTE, yeah, but they wouldn't get concussions. Sure, they right? would. Just because their skulls you thicker. You got a big, thick skull. Your shit still bounces around in there. It's inertia, bro. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, still, it's not it, the skull. You get a concussion because your brain hits the skull. Oh my god, you guys are so wrong about this. What about like if your no, skull is thicker? Okay, now who's the smooth brain here? Not understand how concussions work. Wow. Yeah. If you have a thicker skull, you're going to be less prone to concussions. Like that's that's completely incorrect. You're less prone to your skull cracking. That's what you're less prone to. When you're in a car and you get into a car accident, if the car is one inch thick or one foot thick, if you're not belted in, you're still the inertia of your body is still going to slam into the windshield. Mm -hmm. Your brain is the same thing. It's floating in this goo inside your skull, and when you Suddenly stop, the brain's inertia keeps going. That's why we do crash test dummy tests with cars. Yeah, but right? making the outside of others. the car stronger does not help you in an accident where you're hitting the dashboard. You don't hit the dashboard anymore. That's less. what the seatbelt's for. That's what the airbags are for. Exactly. If you're in a big car and you like hit something, your head is less likely to hit the dashboard. Not necessarily true. Oh, are you telling me if you're in a big SUV? There's a, there's a safety cell around the passenger compartment that can get penetrated by other objects or deformed. But even if you're in like, let's say like Volvos are the classic example of super safe cars. If you're not belted in, your body's inertia is going to carry you into the fucking windshield. You're, the safety compartment around you could be 100% intact, full integrity, and you'll still splatter your brains on the inside of the windshield. Mm-hmm. When, if you've got a brain and a skull and you tap it, right? You tap it and it's, and it's, you got a thick skull. It's going to cause less drama in there. Sure. But we're not talking about tapping your skull. We're talking about that's what, conco- that's what causes concussions. That's what causes concussions. In your boxing basic and- misunderstanding of physics is so surprising to me. <laughs> it yeah. is. That's what causes concussions in football and boxing. What's your profession, Matt? Uh, I'm a I'm a sports medicine. Yeah, yeah. I sure hope nobody's paying you handsomely for your services because you're killing all. You know, the it athletes. turned out that the guy from con- the concussion movie was full of shit. Do you remember my tweet the other day about how the best podcast guests are uninterested and combative? Yes, I'm Get trying more to. Combative. I'm, try- 
I literally just called you a smooth brain idiot who's killing your clients if you're a sports medicine guy. So and that if was you had a smooth brain, part. you should not be playing combat sports. I think you should. But if you have a thick skull, apparently it's okay. You're gonna be because you'll be fearless. <laughs> <laughs> a smooth brain and a thick skull. A thick-headed, smooth-brained, smooth brain. I just it might not. If it was like perfectly round and smooth, it might just like glide off of the inside of the thick okay, skull. Okay, well now that does matter. The shape of your skull. The less ridges, the more likely it is to just. If you have a rounder head, that is great for boxing. Is that why they're always like uh, putting jelly on their eyebrows yes, and stuff? Yes. So it glances off instead yes, of smashing it. Yes. And like if you have, like if Muhammad Ali had a very nice round shape to his face, so he was less likely to get cuts. Um, okay. People with high cheekbones and uh, prominent pronounced brows. Yeah. Pronounced brows. They get cut all the time, and that is like a like Thai boxers. Facial swelling is more of an issue for them because of the high cheekbones. Um, so that's all stuff that's true and and irish people cut all the time that's probably a redhead thing yeah because redheads bleed so you guys know that they bleed i more. think that uh redheads have like a lower pain tolerance as well they're the worst doctors yeah. hate them doctors hate this doctors hate redheads and they're racist about them that's i am too though oh you don't like redheads self-hating redhead yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm a self-hating uh, ginger. I don't like them. Mm. No, I take that back. I just don't like uh, the Irish, but that's you a know, different story. I don't mind it in a woman. Uh-huh. Now that's now see that's the that's I've gender. never. There's so much gendering about redheads. Mm-hmm. I've never been with a redheaded woman. One of my one of my big regrets in life. Mm. Bucket list. Yeah. Maybe maybe um, you know a tweaker will come back into your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> right maybe a tweaker coming and this time she'll be a redhead and yeah. you can, this time and, and you can yeah. tell and you can tell your wife hey this is it this is my chance oh yeah she'd be down totally she'd be like go for it babe this is your bucket list like knock the bottom out of this redheaded tweaker totally man <laughs> totally i don't believe you no of course not she'd probably shoot the redheaded tweaker and then be like all right get out of here oh i'm sorry oh, that's sweet yeah i hope that tweaker is doing all right i don't know what her deal was but i don't know she was going off about having a build and like they were trying to melt her systems uh wirelessly she just mm. showed up in your backyard showed up in my showed up on my front porch mm. broke broke into my front porch and then tried to force her way into my house damn mm. so but she was hot eh, she was okay one time i was in my apartment and this woman's banging on my door and I open the door and she's like, and I'm like, what, who are you? And she's like, I'm Kelsey. Right. Let me in. And she kept telling me that she was in love with me and she just wanted to come in so we could have sex. <laughs> she's very attractive in? as well. And I was like, um, I don't know you. Uh, and then I, I had to convince her that I, it, I wasn't the person she was thinking of. Wow. Um, but I still think about That's Kelsey crazy. from time is that to one time. Of your, is that one of the regrets in your life that we were no. talking about earlier? <laughs> I, I think I think it did the right thing there. I do wish I had <laughs> like been right like, thing. I do I do wish I had been like, oh, like, let's get you home, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Was she not in her right mind? I think she was so drunk that she needed someone to mm. take her home. Yeah. But it was like 3 a.m. and I wasn't thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But then I like the next morning I came out and she had taken every welcome mat on the hall and like thrown it down the hall. And she she had also removed the fire extinguisher from the wall and thrown it down the hall. Hell yeah. Wow. You missed out on some wild ass sex, dude. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Denton. Thanks for coming on, Sam. It was great. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Subscribe to to our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Patreon Centrist Madness. Oh, yes. 